0: Welcome to the Grassroots Coachcast, Episode 34. I'm one of your hosts, Dave. And Ben. Hello. Thanks for joining us for another week where we discuss grassroots coaching. Today's show is sponsored by Studio, and you can find them at studio.com. Studio specialize in producing high quality earphones. All their range has a clean, elegant Swedish design and is engineered to give you that high quality listening experience, whether you're listening to music or your favorite grassroots podcast. My personal favorites are the Regents, which are over ear wireless headphones, but you have a range of different styles that you can browse through. And if you enter the code GRASSROOTSCOACHCAST at the checkout, you'll get an extra 15% off your order. So that's studio.com. The main concept of this podcast is to discuss coaching youth football or soccer at the grassroots level. Ben and I both coach under 11 teams. Ben coaches the boys and I coach the girls. Each week, we'll look to choose a different topic to cover and discuss our experiences, both good and bad, and any advice we may have. Ultimately, we're looking to get this content out there and hopefully help out other people who are coaching grassroots football. And if you do enjoy the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or your podcast catcher of choice and drop us a five-star review. This really helps to grow the show and gets us out to other listeners. And actually, Ben, I've got some news from, uh, we haven't recorded for a couple of weeks, but uh, we actually made the top 200 in the podcasts in the sports and recreation uh, charts for iTunes or awesome. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Quality, mate. That's good, great news. I have no idea how we were temporarily in there and then we jettisoned back out. And I, you can't really see uh, past two hundred. So, uh, but yeah, okay. it's a bit of fun. So, thanks Brilliant. to everyone out there for for listening. And uh, yeah, thank you. Get out there, you know, recommend us as well to a friend. Or, you know, we'll
1: try and get back in the top two hundred again. But it's like a, it's like an old sort of rubbish band trying to get in the top forty, isn't it?
0: It is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but play we'll a bit of that. play a bit of Led Zeppelin. You know, we'll <laughs> count down from five hundred. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going, Ben? Yeah, not bad. Um, feeling pretty, pretty smug. No, not Not that's a terrible word. Not smug. Well, I actually I am feeling. Got to be smug. truthful. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit smug. So uh, we play, we played a team today that. Um, we played him before Christmas, and you probably remember, remember me having a rant about this at the time. We lost them 1-0, and there were two balls on the pitch, if you remember that story. I do, I um, do. I'm sure yeah. our listeners do as well. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody didn't hear that, the balls basically were there on the edge of our box, and another ball came on the pitch, and the balls actually hit each other. Um, so they they shot with one of the balls while this other ball was bobbling around on the edge of our box, getting in our defender's way, and they scored. And the referee, who was one of these referees who just sort of pitched up in a track suit, wasn't really a proper referee, I don't think didn't know the rules, just gave the goal, and uh that was the winning goal, so it left a bit of a sour taste in everybody's mouth so we we played them at home today and um i'm I'm kind of all about the boys and how they perform and how they develop, and that kind of that that side of it and of course, we all want to win the games, of course we do but Um, Today, I actually did really want to win the game. It was kind of not at all costs, but I was really desperate to sort of put one over on them. Also, because when we played them last time, we had a couple of our key players missing and it just wasn't really us last time. Whereas since Christmas, we've gone on this little run now of we've won three and drawn one um, of our last four in this new division we're in. Um, And we're really, really playing well at the moment and really developing and improving. So it was good to sort of show them the real face of us today and we beat them three nil. So, um, was, I felt pretty satisfied after that and the boys were great. It was nil, nil at time And then, um, it was quite, it was a really close game actually. In the second half, we really stepped it up and played some really good football and could have had a few more goals. So really, really pleased. And, um, it felt pretty sweet. I'll be honest.
0: <laughs> nice. So you enjoyed that one.
1: <laughs> I did. And I did enjoy it. And, um, it just, it, I think just because of what happened last time, it was just kind of, it just felt really unjust. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't so much bothered about the fact we lost the game. It was just the way we lost and the fact that their managers apologised after the game for it. And I thought, um, and I'm gen- genuinely hand on heart mean this, fact of being us who'd scored that goal, I'd have asked the ref to have chalked it off. And if he said, well, I can't chalk it off, I'd have, I would have let the opposition score a goal. Because I just thought, that's not right to have a goal win a game like that. It's, it's just wrong. Um, so, yeah, I thought their managers should have probably spoken up and done something about it at the time because they both apologised and I did say, well, you didn't do anything at the time about it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bit, you know, I so just thought it, it just it just upset a lot of people and it didn't need to and it created a really sort of bad atmosphere and it didn't need to. And, it, and the ref was pretty off as well when I spoke to him about it afterwards. He, he, he was quite rude about it. Oh, I remember it was, it, you saying, yeah, "Yeah, yeah." It was clear he didn't know the rules at all, which you expect from referees at our level. You expect them to know the rules, and the officer clearly didn't. He was just there to pick his money up and then disappear. So,
0: yeah, it's funny. It's, it's unlikely rivalries. So, do you think this will? Uh, uh, do you think this will go
1: into next season as well? Um, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, at the end of the gut, I mean. At the end of the game, you know, they, they, towards the end of the game, we were two up and um, there was a player from each side injured. Right. Now, for some reason, I don't know why the ref didn't stop the game. He's a young lad. He's probably only, I don't know how old he is, 16, something like that. He's, you know, he's a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't stop the game. Um, our player kind of then started to get up, but he, he still didn't stop the game. So there's two players down. And I, I wasn't really saying anything. I was just like, oh, you know, the, the ref will stop it in a minute. He didn't. So their their manager and their assistant started going absolutely crazy. And, um, they sort of ran on the pitch and they really started shouting at ref. And, and I don't like to swear on this podcast, but I will say it. The, their assistant, he, he goes up to ref. He goes, ref, you're a fucking dickhead. He goes, learn the fucking rules. And I was like, "Serious? are you serious? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. Um, and then, and then manager was manager wasn't as bad. I mean, he, he, I think he did swear at him as well. Not out, he, it was one of those oh fucking hell, rough you don't know what you're fucking doing sort of thing. But I was like, you can't, you can't respect. Just, oh, <laughs> shit, I thought it was shocking. I'm probably going to mention it to our league secretary because I thought it was bang out of order. And I just went on the pitch while so just to check my player was all right, and he was. And then they were sort of and uh, at the end of the game, I said to the ref because he's refed a few of our games. And um, I said to him, I'm really sorry that they spoke to you like that. And he goes, oh, no, don't worry about it. I said, no, I said, it's, I said, it's wrong. I said, I don't care if you made a bad... I said, I don't care if you got it wrong or got it right. I said, you can't be spoken to like that. It's shocking. I think part of that was because they had the ump that they were losing. Because as I walked off, after having checked my was all right, you know, all the, right, their assistant was giving it to this to this lad of theirs who'd got up and was oh, you've been the best pro on the pitch, mate. Best pro on the pitch, all this, you know, really bigging him up. And it was all that sort of bravado, you know, and I just thought that's bad. And at the end, he just walked off. He didn't shake hands. And to be fair, their manager came over and he shook my hand. He said, Oh, really good game. You know, you play well, which was good of him. Um, but yeah, I just thought, oh, it's just... It's Sounds like it was a right, bit of a needle there. A little bit, yeah. So I think if we played them next season, yeah, uh, I think because of that, there probably would be a little bit there. And I think because of what happened in the first game, yeah, it's like you said, it's one of those rivalries that's possibly come about from poor refereeing. um, And it's just wound people up a little bit, which is not the best Uh way to get a rivalry. But, um, you know, it is what it is. and
0: well, rivalries, sort of unlikely rivalries, have been quite topical this weekend, haven't they? Because you had Watford playing Everton. Yeah, that's true. Which you know, again, just because of the manager going leaving Watford and going to Everton, and then you had, uh, um, what was it? Troy Deeney said on a fans forum or something, they're going to kick the, you know, <laughs> leap out of them. <laughs> with Troy, with Troy Daily. Yeah. So, so yeah, they were bang up for it. And it's yeah. like there's, there's no real reason for Watford and Everton to have that rivalry, but no. just because of that and, and I, someone mentioned as well because uh Leicester and Spurs had a bit of a rivalry for um for a time and that was just cuz Robbie Savage was uh playing up in that in that yeah. game a, a while ago. So it, it's weird, isn't it, how these it is. these I mean, rivalries just pop up from, from yeah, nothing
1: yeah it, it would be one of those games that there would be a little bit on it I think there's a little bit of animosity there now because of what's happened but um, yeah I mean if we hadn't lost that game 1-0 I wouldn't have thought anything of it probably but it's just one of those isn't it one of those strange things that happen but yeah, so I you didn't that. do a
0: whole Jose Mourinho running down the touchline and sliding on your knees <laughs> no, I didn't.
1: I a bit, oh, in front
0: of the opposition parents?
1: <laughs> I was a bit more restrained, actually, this week. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we kind of ran away with it in the end. It was quite, it was comfortable. Now, for argument's sake, so you've got, say, let's say, a top three and you've got the rest. Um, and the rest are kind of much for muchness, I would say, based on what I've seen. And the top three are very, very close in ability. So... Her team have got, I think, two games in hand over the leaders, um, and they're, they're games against you know two teams who are near the bottom, and they're not doing that well. Um, and they've played them before already, and given them a you know quite a big beating, sort of thing. So, kind of like I don't know how f- far in advance, ten days before the no, not probably less than that, actually a week less than a week before the game is due to be played. They've said that they can't get a team together for the game and then the team they're supposed to be playing the following week have also said they can't get a team together for that game. Now, I I don't know if that's, you know, because they genuinely can't get a team or because they've seen who they're going to play and think, Oh, well we don't want the girls just to turn up and lose eight nil again. So, you know, we'll sort of forfeit the game. So, In that age group, you get, if you don't give 27 days notice, you get um, a fine and you forfeit the game 3 0. But of course, it's great, great. You get the 3 0 win, but it means their goal difference, they're getting penalised because some of the the, the other teams have played these teams and they've given them, they've beaten them like 8 0, I think, or whatever it is. So if it comes down to goal difference, they would have, they've been penalised because they can't. Get their goals goals up I mean, they would and they would probably beat them quite comfortably it's just the way it is unfortunately for the other team so um yeah it's a little bit controversial so I think her manager's been trying to arrange some double header games um and the managers so they play instead of playing like a half an hour each way match they'll play two twenty minute each way games back to back to try and feel because you've got to play the fixtures because they're it's a league um, yeah yeah well, I think some, one of the managers has said, oh no, that's not fair enough to do that. And it's like, well, it's fair for both teams, isn't it? Because you've both got to do it. Um, so they don't want to do that. And then apparently the league of the league have said they're going to try and rearrange all the fixtures so they can play. But I think for some cup games, they wouldn't rearrange any so, some games for a cup they're in. So it just feels like everything's being stacked against them and rules are being bent and people aren't really necessarily playing fair. And it's, um, it's quite interesting. I mean, you know, I can understand teams don't want to turn up and get hammered, but you know, you've got to play the games. It's not fair not to. So, where do you draw the line? You know, it's um, the, he's got. There's a lot of upset being generated by it, to be honest.
0: So, I mean, uh, it, it's a bit of a strange one because I can't imagine. I mean, if if they're not playing a game, because it seems like the suspicion is. You know, they just don't want to turn up and get hammered. Yeah,
1: but then why be in that league? Well, this is well, this is it, isn't it? Exactly. Well, this is the thing. I mean, I if it, if it was us, right? If it, if it was my team and we were going to play, I don't know, the best team in our league, I, I would still go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would never go. Oh no, we're not want to play you because I don't want to get hammered. You know, I'd, I'd just say to the, I'd say to my team, look, it's it's like a free. A free hit, just go out being competitive, try and make yourself hard to beat, don't worry about the result it's all a learning curve, you know approach it that way, I mean that, just going oh we're not going to play I just and like I said, it could genuinely be they can 't get a team together, but it just seems very suspicious um, that you know like all of a sudden they're playing one of the better teams, and it's like, oh no, we don't we can't get a team um, and they're not and they're reluctant to play back to back as well, so that just sort of says to me they're sort of trying to. They're happy just, just to avoid the
0: Yeah, yeah. Take take a three nil. Yeah.
1: So of course, if it as as unlikely as it is, if it comes down to goal difference, and Evie's team lose by two goals difference or something, then of course it's all going to kick off, and it'll be like, well, we probably would have won eight nil, and we forfeited five goals by not being able to play, all this sort of stuff. So, you know, it's a long shot. I mean, the chances are that it will probably be different by points at the end of the season, but it but goes. I guess. This is the other side of the argument, isn't it? Is competitive football at that age the right thing? Because this is 12-year-olds we're talking about. And, of course, you've got parents now getting up in arms about it and managers up in arms about it. And, you know, I don't know. It's it's difficult, isn't it? Because that's that's the other side of it. it. Everything becomes so much more magnified and so much more of a drama and all this because you want the points, you want to win the league and all this sort of stuff. And everyone's pouring over the league tables. And, you know, it's um, it's interesting. Yeah, what, I guess. What do you think? I mean, it's kind of... <sighs> also, I, on the, I'm spec- to a point, I'm speculating. And I think, having read what Evie's manager said, I think he's very much of the opinion that, you know, that he doesn't believe this is... that He doesn't probably believe what they're saying. Which, And to be honest, if I was him, I would probably be suspicious as well but um, you know it's kind of like do you have to get that worked up about it I don't know I suppose if it was me I so, is, be so does the
0: manager suspect it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I just I don't know right? I I <laughs> Maybe some of the listeners could could help out because it 's so foreign a concept to me, so we 've taken our fair share of pastings <laughs> you know we 've had a couple of like fifteen plus nil games, yeah. and it 's not pleasant you know while you while you 're in there at the time mm. it's it 's not nice um, but you always have to try and take the positive out of it you know and try and. Say well look, you know, why do you think that happened and you know what is it we can do and this is the level, you know, you need to aspire to. So there's always something for you to to take out of the game that's positive. And so even if you I mean, what that's the ultimate defeatist attitude, surely, just to yeah. take
1: a three nil beating and a fine. Do you know do you know how much is the fine? Do you know, do you know I don't know, and I'll be because that will apply to me next year. Um, if we don't give twenty, we have to give twenty-seven days notice to cancel a game next year. Twenty-seven days. Yeah, you could give months' notice, which is—I mean, obviously, that's kind of. I think I think if it's if you've got like an illness epidemic or something, they can't. Yeah. yeah. But then, but then you know, everybody would say that, wouldn't they? If you cancel a game, we, yeah, everyone's ill, everyone's ill. You know, so how do you prove it? I think the I think the probably rule is if you cancel a game, no matter what the rule, no matter what the reason is, you're going to get fined, and it's 27 days' notice because most teams have got big enough squads to sort of cope with one or two being ill. Mm. I guess you know. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not really realistic, is it? Unless you know in advance all your players are going away one weekend on some. School residential or something—it's kind of difficult, isn't it, to plan something like that? Because most cancellations are last-minute yeah. kind of thing. So, so I, I guess you've got to relate to the parents at the start of the season. You know, we—you know—we need your total commitment. Obviously, there's going to be the odd person who gets ill, this and the other, but we can't have sort of six, seven people crying off. Um, they've got yeah. to put football first. You're going to sign up for this. You've got to really prioritize. Because I've got some players who. Will go away for the, for a weekend. Um, whereas, whereas as as a as a family, and as a parent, we never used to do that. We would plan football first, and everything would be would revolve around the football, and it still does, um, rightly or wrongly. That's the way we approach it. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got I've got some players who will miss three four games a season because they'll go away for a weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas whereas I don't do that. Um, so yeah, you kind of need that buy-in. So. Um, yeah I don't, I don't know it's um, it's a strange one but yeah I don't know what the fine is I don't even I think I I think if we get a fine I, I think I, I would probably have to pay I don't think the club will pay it I think the club or well, the club might pay it to start with Then if it keeps happening they'll just say right you're paying for it so um, you, know, yeah. you don't want to be in that situation
0: but I mean forget the fine like you know Yeah, the fine's not what this is about. This is you, about you make a, a commitment, don't you? To be part of the team for the season. Mm. And you know, I've said multiple times, you're in the right league if you win and lose in equal measure. Yeah. If you're winning a lot more than you you lose or you're losing a lot more than you win, you probably should go up or down the leagues. Yeah. But you know for the girls' game i i 'm sure we have discussed this before that there isn 't the volume no, so sure, you end up game, so, yeah. yeah, you end up with you know quite a big difference in yeah. the one league, and that we 've certainly got that as well but i again, I still cannot wrap my head around the idea that someone would just um uh, just say, you know, uh, because there's two things. I, I can understand why you're, or you and the manager is suspicious because they're turning down the the smaller, twenty minute games as yeah. well. You know, yeah. so to turn turn that down, it just sounds like it smells like you know they they just don't want to play the game.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point you made. And I was going to say that I think. The problem is in Evie's league. I think there's there's two divisions. There's only two divisions, and I think there's only there's not a lot of teams. So I think there's only probably ten teams in her division, and maybe ten in the other. So you're only talking twenty teams. So her team and the other two in the top are quite are the sort of bigger clubs. So they're going to attract, you know, like I've been to when she's had trials. And there's a lot of players. There's a lot of girls who turn up, but obviously the more other local teams they're probably not getting that volume of girls in like you've probably seen with your girls. It's almost like if you turn up, you're probably going to get a place and that's not belittling anybody. That's mm-hmm. It's great that they want to get involved, but you're not going to get that. Whereas probably those teams in the bottom of her league might get 15 girls turn up who were interested. Whereas Evie's club will get 50, 60 girls. So you're going to get mm-hmm. a much better um, pool of player. So it's going to be, there is going to be a disparity there but I think like you said if you're going to sign up and be in that, you, you know what's going to happen you know you're going to be competing against teams that are on a different level but you're not going to improve if you're just going to go oh we won't play that we'll just leave it because you know they'll hammer us so let's not bother it's a barometer you yeah, know yeah. well, alright they beat us 8 nil last time what we, how can we play this week can we make it can we lose 6-0 it's like a moral victory you've got you've got to try and yeah. get those little bits of encouragement haven't you Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't really, I don't really get. I mean, we got. It's funny actually. We got offered. I got offered a friendly this week by the best team in our whole county. Um, So out of like 120 teams, this is the best team. But and I mean the best team by an absolute mile. So they're quite local to us. So they're kind of our rivals. But he offered us Mm a friendly. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, We played them in a tournament in the summer. in a semi-final, it was only a 15-minute game, we lost 3-0, but, I mean, we we didn't touch the ball, it, it was just, it was a 3-0 massacre, and if we'd played over a full match, we probably would have lost 15 nil. I would have thought, it was it was that, bigger golfing class, so he offered me this friendly, and I, was, um, there's some personal stuff with this manager, that I don't particularly like, and I've heard, and different things, um, which I don't have to go into now, but, um mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not the nicest bloke, and I spoke to one of our coaches at the club, and he just said, "He said I wouldn't, I wouldn't play them." He said he, he quite likes picking out lower league opposition because we're two divisions below them, and he said he like he, they sort of he likes to win like 10, 15, 10 12 nil, fifteen. Ah, right, one of those. And they and then they celebrate like they've won the cup. It's one of those, and he says he does it to try and poach players. He looks at players and and all this sort of thing. things. So I wasn't being fooled. I just thought, why would you pick a friendly with a team two divisions below you? And I think it's because people don't want to play them because they're, they're, they're so far better than them. even in their own division. They, mm-hmm. up- pick, hammer, they hammer teams every every week. And it's, it's not really yeah. competitive. Um, so I, I turned it down because I thought, we're on a good run and we'd turn up and get absolutely annihilated. And I just thought, even though it sort of contradicts a bit what we're talking about, I thought, I'm not going to put my players in a position where they're going to get humiliated. Um, Sort of yeah. We're being ham we're being hand picked out to get a paste in because he knows that they'd give us a hammer in. Um so um I know that sort of goes against what I'm saying, but I don't know. It's a, it's a different thing. It's a different thing because slightly like, slightly different because that that's not something I've signed up to. We've been offered that game um by somebody it's like it's like Liverpool offering I don't know, Bromley from the national crew <laughs> yeah, yeah just because they want to get some confidence up and hammer somebody you know it's kind of not we're not being picked out because it's going to be a competitive game we're being picked out because we're probably a bit of cannon fodder and we're local and convenient and all this and I thought no I'm not having that Whereas, whereas yeah, it's, about, yeah. it's a different thing because you've signed up to be in that league and you've got to take the rough of the smooth kind of thing so
0: mm-hmm. I seem to remember I was telling you I was having a bit of a rant when I went to see the lads team Last year, I don't know if you remember, and um, th- they have a definite kind of A team and B team, mm. and you know the B team had specifically been invited. You know, to it was like you know the rest of the teams. It's more like that level, and uh, it definitely wasn't. You know, and they they were just invited to be the fodder. Yeah, so so that definitely does go on, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, of course it does. I mean. You know, I just thought, yeah, it was kind of. It was kind of at first. I was flattered, and I thought, oh, actually, Dave, he's he's invited us for a friendly because he he need he want. It. Well, I just think I'd, I'd imagine that everybody else he offers a friendly to would say no because of the same reason. Because you know, they're, they're just on a different planet to us, and that we wouldn't, we literally wouldn't get anything out of playing that game because we wouldn't we wouldn't touch the ball really. We'd find it really hard and a bit demoralising, and I, I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't think that I don't need to subject my, the boys to that, to be honest. But um, if we, no, I'd, I, like to play, I, I'd like to play them on our own merit because we don't our way into that division or played them in a cup tie or whatever. Um, that's a different thing. But yeah, just sort of being picked out to get a humiliation going on. I just think isn't really happening. So um.
0: yeah, I'm sure we didn't we speak last week about there being a certain elasticity to it. You know, if you just play someone who's so much better than you, you don't really get a lot out of it. Whereas if, you know, it's a team that's better than you. Yeah. But not by too much, then that's where you get the real benefit, you know, by having to strive that bit more. Yeah. But like I say, if you don't, if you don't touch the, I keep cutting you off, but sorry, If, if you just don't touch the ball, um, I guess you could say you could make an argument to say, "All right, you can work on the out of possession stuff." But if they're so much better, it doesn't work.
1: No, it, it doesn't. And and yeah, they 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 really are. I mean, you know, even in their own division, they win like eight, nine, ten nil, which is crazy, really. But um, you know what can you do? And if you've got the if if you've got a manager who's not very who doesn't show any humility with it it makes it very difficult for you to want to go and get involved and play. Them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, how this is all going to pan out, I will, I'll, I'll keep you updated as the weeks unfold. Cause it's certainly interesting because he's kind of on the war path, trying to, um, he's gone into battle with the league, I think to try and get some stuff sorted out. Cause it's, he just feels like they're being a bit victimized, which I can kind of understand if they're not, if, if, thing, if rules are being bent here and there, and the league contradict themselves with the way they handle league fixtures, cup fixtures. Cause I think a couple of things have happened in the cup that he's not particularly like in terms of rearranging games and other things and stuff. And it's, there's just things not on a level playing field, but I think he's, I think there's probably a bit of, Oh, we're a bigger club and we're doing better. So we're getting a bit more of unfavorable treatment possibly. I don't know, but yeah, so, yeah. We'll, so it's, it's, we'll have this next year when we go to competitive football. So I'm kind of looking forward to it and also not looking forward to it because I just don't know what... I don't, the thing I don't particularly look forward to is parents pouring over league tables going, oh, we've got to beat this team. Cause, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it's not about that, really. I know, it, I know it kind of is at some point, but it's still under 12s. So it's not like the be-all and end-all. And for me, it's still about the players are enjoying it and developing and that side of it. It's not about we've got to get promotion and all this sort of stuff. We've got to win the league. It's, you know, it's, it just becomes too much then, I think. So yeah. it's interesting to see, um, how that pans out next year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, Sudio Sweden, uh, Sudio as in the Phil Collins song. Um, so they're, um, Website is www.sudio.com. That's S U D I O. So if you go on there and if you um, put in Grassroots Coach Cast in capitals, so that's Grassroots Coach Cast, all one word, um, you'll get a 15% discount off all the headphones I've got there. So they do fantastic headphones. Uh, myself and Dave have both got a pair um, and they're really, really worth it. They're wireless, there's all different types on there. So yeah, go, go to the website. Uh, put that code in, get your discount. Um, they are on uh, Twitter at Studio Sweden. Um, so yeah check them out really good.
0: Very good, very good. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com or if you want to get us on Twitter, you can get us at grootscoachcast. And so keep those emails coming in and uh, if you've got anything that you'd like us to discuss
1: um, or tackle, then just let us know. Yeah, and if you've got anything, anybody's got any uh, stories about this competitive football, which... I'll be going into next year and um, Dave as well yeah let us know how that's all going do you have parental problems do you have it all kicking off with other teams because there's league tables and points at stake uh, I'd be interested to know so yeah get in touch
0: very good alright well thanks very much Ben and Cheers, we'll mate. speak again next week catch you later